live from the GF1 Studios in Seneca, South Carolina. It's the GF1 Podcast with your host, Mac and Zach. And now, without further ado, here is your host, Mr. Mac. Took in the small we took. I know we just did the last episode like what a week ago, Zach. Yeah, two, like a, two, two weeks ago. Uh, we 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 literally down one co host, Fister. Fister had to work. You love you, Fister. Sorry you had to leave, but um, we 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 got plenty more in store for him. He'll be back on the next episode. He really wanted to come on this episode, so Fister, we're sorry that you couldn't make it, but uh, today we have our Second guest coming on this up, a real polished, a real polished person who knows about podcasting, and we are slowly getting better at podcasting. But he's pretty much like ten times better than us. I don't know. I want to say that. But... Please try and deliver your name soberishly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we got the body snatches though. What's up? Hey, how you doing today? What's going on? Uh, uh, so, like I said, with the fight. So, guys, uh, oh yeah, before we get started, um, what exactly we want to get all the introductions first. Um, we'll let you do your plugs later. But what do you do? Where you come from? And what exactly game? What game you're exactly playing at the moment? Me? It's my turn. It's my time. It's your turn. Yes, you're the, you're the guest. Okay, I don't want to step on their toes here. So I'm Tino. I'm one of the hosts of the uh, Body Snatchers podcast. We've been doing this for uh, a few years now, recently transitioned into YouTube. Um, thank you for letting me be on the show. Uh, these guys reached out to me on Twitter. Uh, they were actually a guest on my show a few weeks back for Shazam episode. So if you get a moment, check that out over at BodySnatchersMedia.com. Um, but moving on, as far as games I'm currently playing, um, the last game solo game that i just completed would be uh, devil may cry 5 and currently i have just fired back up final fantasy 14 um it's an old addiction of mine so i've got probably almost two thousand hours in that game a little over two thousand give or take so yeah that's what i'm doing right now all right cool oh isn't fun isn't that crippling <laughs> everybody i know got into ff14 he's like crippled addiction wise to that game but you know what it's uh it's one of those things that you know you walk away from you have to walk away from it for a little while because it does take over your life it's that game is literally a job in itself and i've got like almost all my classes maxed out it's uh it's pretty severe but i i enjoy it very much so that's, also that's- no no spoilers is dmc5 everything you want from dmc5 honestly i would i would say yes yes and no um the game's a little short but i'd probably give it like an eight overall um nothing really lets you down uh playing as v was different uh, that upset a lot of people personally i thought they kind of breathed new life into the uh into the franchise like the style of playing the only thing that annoyed me with v is i think you played with him a little too much i think it would have been fun to have uh you know one or two scenes um and then anything after that being optional but they kind of make you play with him and eh. 
he's he's all right. He's not, you know, like Nero or Dante. Yeah. All right. Well, with that said, um, thank you for coming on, and we, we love having you here. Um, so we're gonna go with uh, we're gonna go with Zach next, and we're gonna figure out what game have Zach. What what crazy game you played today? Uh, I have been playing Occultist Simulator again. Lots and lots of Occultist Simulator. Basically, it's a card tile game like this, and you have to match these up to different things. And it's it's there's no instructions. Hmm. It's basically you keep matching, and everything is on a timer, so things come out on certain times. You're trying to basically build your own cult and reach enlightenment before dying. Hmm. Interesting. it is the least newcomer welcome game I have ever played because it's like, okay, no, you put the thing in thing and then you got to wait 30 seconds and then two cards come out. Where does the other card go? I don't know. Crap. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's, I'm just having a lot of fun with it. Uh, it's getting some, you get 50, 50 people's reviews are like, wait, this is about finding Lovecraftian horrors. Of course it's going to be hard. Right. Like if it was easy, it wouldn't be interesting. But that, that seems like an interesting concept, though. I, I personally haven't heard of it, but how many hours did you say you've sunk into this so far? Oh, I've around 40. Wow. That's, <laughs> on, my, uh, on my tablet. With the On your tablet? Because I can move my fingers faster. <laughs> oh, geez. Because you can pause and unfreeze time, and you're like, I got like a half a second before that one undoes it, and then this one will start again, so I'll have to quick switch it out and pause and unpause at the exact same time. <laughs> okay, so it sounds like you're a warrior. Um, I, I personally don't think I have the mentality to sit down and do something like that, but I take my hat off to you, and um, hearing you break it down sounds more interesting than the game not breaking it down, so thank you for that. Yeah, um, yeah um, Zach, um, it's not, just take a while, guess what I play. You're playing Mega Man again. Which Mega Man? Mega Man 3. Uh, are, that's always the answer. You yeah, have to play new games. I, listen, listen. I have been... Listen. Mega Man 3 is I've been playing this. It's been a game that I've been chilling on. Um, but I've been trying to play some new games. But like I said, I have been drawn with a lot of work. Don't play... Yo, listen. I, I do a lot of work. Uh, uh, I work and I, when I get off work, I just want to play what I know. Play a new phone game. I play Marvel Puzzle Quest for all I care. Just get a new game. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Mega Man is a classic, though. It, it is. is. It is. But when you hear about it every week, it's value diminishing. Which, um, which Mega Man game was it? Jeez, uh, it's, it's been some years, so I apologize for my ignorance. I'm, I, not, I'm not a Mega Man fan. It's just been a long time. Like, life has moved on. Um, but on, on the original PlayStation, there was a, uh, which one was it? The 3D Mega Man game. Which one was that? Like Legends. the one, was it Legends? Yes, Legends. Which, yeah. That, what, which, which Legends though? Was, uh, was it, was it still Mega Man or was it the uh, girl? No, it was still Mega Man. Yes, yeah, Legends. There's Legends 2 and Legends 1. Okay. So that's the last one that I played where, uh, you know, I was playing with a current Mega Man game that came out. Obviously, that was some years ago, but that was a dope game. That was really yeah. Dope. It was a dope game. Um, speaking of Mega Man Legends, uh, I'll talk about that later. We we got we got plenty of stuff. We'll do that later. There's plenty of stuff we're doing here in the game fixers. But uh, 
So, so uh, now that we got all that the way, the games that we talk about, let's get to the film subject. Woo! Okay. So this is the film subject. So um, this is a part where we can talk about any any film subject that we want to talk about. And um, we might be talking about the same thing. I don't know. But uh, you want to go? You want to go first, then, or you want to go? Let Zach go first. Uh, I would like Zach to go first because uh, uh, I want to get a feel for how this goes. All right, all right, no problem. I have been watching season two of Baki. So have I. <laughs> oh my god, they went crazier. Yeah, they did. They I'm did. halfway through it. I haven't finished it yet. I'm halfway through, and yes, I know it gets crazier. Yeah, but. They up the ante and have made this probably my favorite anime to watch that's currently on. I I kind of do like Baki because I feel like well my problem with I kind of like it. My issue is like the season before that is like no no spoil. I, it's not spoiling anything. They do kill people in the show, but in season two it felt like the kills were less, and I was like. No offense, I kind of... The, kid, the kills were less, but the way the kills were done were cooler. Yeah, the cool... The cool yeah, because I like... like There was a kill where he literally used Karat Ryer to kill wow. people, which was seriously awesome. Because... Um, so, uh, so, you know, I don't know if you've seen Baki at all. Uh, so, I, I watched season one of, um, of Baki uh, last year. And um, I was kind of indifferent about it. I've I never watched all of the the original series on YouTube, but um, you know I've, I've seen enough to be familiar with them. So season one, I thought it was decent. It didn't really wow me. So to be honest, I uh, I've only watched like one episode of uh, season two. I've heard good things. I'm just kind of treading lightly. Uh, I I didn't rush onto this one. Yeah, and and I I I grew up reading it, the original ones, and just it. The, it's night and day from like what the original start out as in this third iteration. Yeah, and I I, I just like how Baki is dumb as a post. <laughs> like, and it for something about that that just balances everything out around all the evil and destruction that Baki just is. Com like, he makes Goku look like a genius. Yeah, he does. He does. He, I, you know, I I agree. I guess. Um... Season one just had it had really awkward pacing to me, um, and then when things finally did get to move, I mean, it was like ten episodes of everything but Baki, and that was kind of frustrating. So I'm hoping that, in, in, you know, in this season towards the end, at least the last four or five episodes, you know, we actually he actually gets some decent screen time because, I mean, he well, he was in maybe kind of like sort of one and a half fights per season. Yeah, that's generally how the manga went too. Uh, Although I, they, he has more screen times, but one and a half times the awkward. Okay, with well, uh, with his dad being there. If if Mac knows the scene I'm talking about, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, awesome. you, you can't get out of pocket when Daddy's on screen. That's different. Uh, he he sort of was there when it looked like Baki and his girlfriend were about to make love. There's this whole speech about you uh, screw with the other fighters. Say I had sex with your my your mother all the time. It's like what? The, I, I, I also like weirdest. And, and just as you go, what episode in your own Zach? Because it gets I, really. I am. Uh, I'm not to the to their date yet. Yeah, oh crap! You you need to watch the episode. Get, you it deals with historic figures. 
it, it's gonna be awesome. You you're gonna like that episode. It deals with historic figures and historic athletes. You say, and oh, of course be, it does. It's gonna be awesome. You're gonna like it. You can't wait. Look at the excitement. <laughs> I don't know. I I think this can, this this show came to me when I was starting to run on steam on Shonen's, mm-hmm. and then I saw this, and that, and then it's like. Like the last thing that didn't interest you was My Hero Academia and everything after that. It just kind of felt kind of plain. And I just getting right back to just, hey, dude punches dude is just nice. Yeah. I don't think that takes anything away from Shonen, but I I totally agree as far as like it's hard to want to get invested with a lot of different Shonen because it takes a lot of time and energy. Um, You know, so if you've got three on your plate, you know, the fourth one, you're just like, I'm full. I've had enough. You know, and then you see Baki. Baki looks like a nice, quick, easy refreshment. You know, um, so I'll give you that. I mean, and there's a lot of anime, like short running anime. I love um, I don't know if you guys uh, not to deviate from this, but like, is, have either one of you guys watched uh, Parasite? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh, I love Parasite. So like something like Parasite, which was uh, approximately 25 to 26 episodes or um, or Giver um, bio boosted armor, which is, um, you know, because I'm 30. You know, so I, I don't know how old you guys are, but, you know, 30, as far as, 31. Okay, okay so we're in, we're in the same age group to where you should know, um, you know, some of those older um, anime, which were really good. Amazing anime. The manga continued on. But like, you know, from start to finish, I mean, you can knock it out in a weekend without a lot of stress. And it's just no extra love story. It's just to the point. I love that stuff. So, yeah, I mean, Baki, I've kind of been reserving it just, you know, when I got a little bit of extra time and I'm going to dive right in. So. Just, just don't. It's not hyper relatable, and I think that's the, its only flaw. But you have to look at it from the point of this is what people at their pinnacle act like—complete weirdos. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's not. It's you know, for anybody uh, listening or watching, if you're not familiar with Baki, this is not going to be. This isn't fairy tale, okay? It's like you're not going to have a Natsu and Lucy type of story. It's a, it's a little different. Um, but I think it's good. I mean, it definitely has a huge fan base for a reason. You know, they wouldn't keep pushing the envelope and getting slightly better animation. For Christ's sake, Netflix picked it up. They don't usually pick up garbage unless you're Jaden Smith. So, <laughs> And then there's the argument whether that's garbage or art. Anybody who says it's art can come fight me. <laughs> okay, I say it's art in the same way Dadaism is art. Anti-art. I said, I said what I said, but I, <laughs> but I respect your opinion too stupid to be taken seriously <laughs> oh my god i felt myself losing brain cells i made i think i made it three or four episodes and i at that point i got on uh, social media and started attacking jaden smith directly you don't, <laughs> you don't know who i am but i am hurt and you have hurt me for the last time said attacking his father so so, this, you, so you did the whole um so you did the whole dale from what was it dale from um king of the hill like you don't know me but i know you <laughs> oh yeah I hit, I hit I hit him with uh, pocket sand. <laughs> Absolutely necessary. Jesus. Oh, oh this. All right. Well, uh, let me. Uh, hey, we got uh, so we got a uh, we got a players. One of the players in here. We got zero in here. What's up, zero? How's it going? Um. So I guess um, I guess you want me to go first. Or you want to go? Or you got to feel for you a minute ago. Me? Second yeah, yeah, you. 
Oh, awkward. Uh, no, you go ahead and go first. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm, like, I'm like, who is he talking to right no, now? No, no, no. Zach already We only get one slip, slip, slip per person. Okay, I'll go ahead and go. Uh, guys, let's go ahead and talk about it. It's all on our minds. It just came out this week. I wanted to talk about this. Let's talk about Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie. Let's the do trailer, it. The trailer. What the heck was that? It's beauty. Is what it is. <laughs> it is unadulterated beauty. No, it's not. It's terrible. I'm still going to watch this because of Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey is just going to make this film watchable. He's going to add like Me and Zach just talk about this off the air. I feel like he's going to get... No, he said he countered this with a good counter like... Yeah, but is this film going to be... I feel like he's going to be the best actor in this film. He's going to out-act everybody. And, like, what's the purpose? But then again, I don't know. But Well, Jim Carrey's going to do that in anything that he's in because he's just, you know, that good of an actor. You know, his 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 serious roles, honestly, I think, are better than his comedic roles. Um, I'm probably the only person that feels that way. No, yeah, no, no. Number, number, number 23 has issues. I, I, I actually like actually it was okay yeah and not to cut you out but just before we move away from it my favorite was uh, eternal sunshine and spotless mind i like that one too i I do like that i think i think what happened was when he did um when he did you know man in the moon it felt like he just was his body to be andy Kaufman, and he just played andy Kaufman every time he just didn't get that serious role but you know but yeah, I do want to see. I do want to see this film because of him, not because of Sonic. Sonic just looks lovely, and they're gonna change it. And it's like, what's the point? Well, you know what I think the problem with this movie is. Um, you know, we we have a spoiled generation. You know, where everybody is constantly in social media. You know, they state their opinion. You know, like that. It's uh, it's not just feedback from critics, etc. And I think that this movie, to some degree, was potentially a cash grab. And they, and they, I think they put effort into it, but they didn't have the fans' best interests at heart, and and that's okay because there's a lot of movies that that come out that way. But the problem is, it's going up against something like uh, Detective Pikachu, which is right around the corner, and and you can't, you know. Okay. And, and then not only that, they don't even know who they're catering to. You know, if they were just catering to children who heard of Sonic, you know, loosely from Smash Bros, not a big deal. But that's not who goes to see these movies. Us, people our age, and, and, and then, you know, their children, those are the ones that go to see this movie, and we're the ones paying, you know? And we grew up with Sonic. Me and Sonic, we're like, we're like this, you know? <laughs> so, like, like right. so- Sonic 1, 2, you know, Sonic 3D, like, just you name it, I was there. So, you know, to have a character, like, if they put the freaking character from Sonic 3D in there with some moderate changes, like, honestly, that would look better. We don't want it to look real. We want it yeah. to look we want it to look like Sonic. Yeah. You could have made a, a, a Pixar a big, movie. A big budget version of Sonic Boom would have been perfect. Oh, yeah. Agreed. I agree. I agree. I, I feel like this film is still going to be bad, but um, I, I, I'm going to move uh, what you were saying. Um, he said the legit, um, no, legit, the director and the studio are going to fix Sonic's G. Um, you know, even um, G. Naka is on it. Um, you know, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, he's saying that in there. He's trying to, but I feel like even though they fix it, it's still gonna be crap. 
I, I mean, they're not going to change the lines. They're just going to fix the CG. I'll put yeah, it this you... way. Emoji Movie looks fine. But it's still the emoji. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, okay, but I mean, don't you feel like it's a little early to, to judge the movie in itself, though? You, you know, just, we have. I don't think we've seen it. You know, if they, if they swap them out, like, okay, cool. Like, I, you need to. But as far as like the movie itself, like they let Speed Racer. People to this day still say Speed Racer is great, and I didn't feel that way. I think that it was pretty close to. You know what we saw as kids, but that doesn't necessarily make it good. You know, they, they could have did a little better. I, I can agree with you, but I, I can back easily. We both, yeah, we both like Speed Racer. We're gonna go Speed Racer. And I don't hate. I don't hate it. Don't, don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. I'm just you can hate it. That's fine. But I just feel like they could have, if they made it a little bit more serious. <laughs> excuse me. The uh, you know, the comedy I think would have just hit a little bit better, you know? I don't know, it, it felt too cartoony, too quirky to me. Yeah, I, and I agree with what you're saying, you know, we're judging it too soon, and I agree with you, but it's hard to not judge this, judge this film based on the trailer, it's like, it's really, really hard. I will be disappointed if it's not a horrendous draft player, because that's actually what I want. I, I, I sat through the entirety of the movie. Trust me, I will get through Listen, I sat through the room, and I love the room. But how many how many successful uh, you know Sonic you know movies or animations have we really had? If you think about it, there really hasn't been anything ever good. Even half of the, I'm not even half. I would be, I would be willing to say that every show after the original Sonic series where he was voiced by uh, Julia White, Steve Urkel from uh, Family Matters um, was trash. Do you guys remember um, the one that? You, it came on for a couple years, I forget the name of it, but it was like Sonic was on another world, and they were trying to kind of tie it into some of the weird com comic spinoffs, and he had like, uh, like a brother and a sister, and they were musicians, so Speed wasn't even like their- Oh, Sonic Underground. Was that not the worst thing ever? And they pushed it for more than one season, if memory serves correct. Yeah, there's so, like a half of that. Yeah, so it's like, if you can do that to us, and we had to just swallow that, anything's kind of an upgrade at this point. Right. Well, thank you. If you can fix the look, I'll go there. I'll give you my money. I'll watch it one time. I'll give you a chance. All right. All right. I agree with you, but that's all I'm saying right now. Uh, it's like right. a, a bad version of Care Bears or something. Speaking uh, of which, where's our Care Bears movie? I was going to say, now I want a live action Care Bears. And I want all of them to look like Ted. That's gonna be, uh, that's gonna be child's life, so get ready for that. Yes, <laughs> Mark Hamill for the Care Bears movie. Yeah, yeah, there we go. That's I am perfectly have. okay with that. I would love that. Absolutely love that. And, and he announces the Care Bears stare all dramatically at the end. And I hope that they take his face and, you know, use one of the scenes from one of the more recent Star Wars and, like, just kind of, like, redo the scene, but with a Care Bear in his voice. God, I would just... Yeah. Yeah. Oscar worthy. Yeah, Oscar worthy. Yeah. It's Mark Hamill, so yeah. Uh, why do I scare you? Why do I scare you? I don't know if I'm But, uh, well, well, well let's, well, so, me and Zach already went. Your last, unless, unless you just want to, you know, step out and just don't want to do this. No, no, no. Um, so, okay. Um, I just pick a subject then? Yeah, just any subject. It has to be film. Film yeah. TV. Something, you know what, let's, let's do something uh, a little different because you guys are bringing up some amazing nerd stuff and that's all I ever talk about is nerd stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, 
How did you guys feel about the box office hit from many, many moons ago? Uh, Fight Club. Mm. I feel like I bought that Pixies album like a week later. Because <laughs> 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 that is an awesome yeah. song. It is it awesome was. song. And everybody, I mean, if, what, didn't um, I think Seth Rogen use everybody, certain, certain movies use it. I, I seen that observer report, and um, like when Seth Rogen was going through the story, I was like, "Oh, well, y'all gonna put that in there?" I mean, um, I should wrap it up. Like, observer report is such an underrated movie. It is, isn't it? It is. It came out within like one year of uh, Paul Blart's Mall Cop, which was like the worst thing ever. Yes, I it, don't like same concept, but one was way superior, and nobody talks about it. Yeah, well, I mean, Kevin James is always can be an inferior product. Agreed. Except for his wife on that King of Queens show. Good lord. She was hot. She um, was so hot. Smoking hot. Smoking. Um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I really think this film, that film was just, wow. I, I, I can't believe it didn't make money. I mean, well... No, I can see why it wouldn't make money. I mean, people were not ready for that yet. Well, I mean, wasn't, I, wasn't this David Fincher's, this David Fincher's second film? Yeah. I thought he did, didn't he do seven? Didn't he, after this, he did seven, right? He did Memento before this. Memento was wrong war. No, Memento was wrong. Memento's not Fincher. Memento's Fincher, isn't it? No, Memento's first for Nolan. Right. Sorry. Yeah. I thought he did. Didn't he do seven? Then he did this? Yeah. I thought he did seven because he did. I, his first one was Alien Toy. And then it was Memento. I thought it was. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. He, he wants to know who did so that. He's done. He's done. I mean, because we've talked about how much we think Zodiac is underrated. Yeah. I, I, think, I think, personally, I thought if he did seven and then he did this, but I feel like seven was. To me, if you want me to go back to my picture library, I just love Fight Club. Fight Club is a great film. I think the box office was number nine. I think it was, it was an underrated film. But in my eyes, I feel like Fincher's best film was that. I love that. that I know Fred Durst is a playable character in the video game. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Most people don't even know who he is anymore. That's funny. Right. <laughs> like, I haven't heard that name in so long. Hey, not like six months ago, Shaggy 2 Dope tried to, tried to drop dick himself. Yeah. Yeah. This is true. Alright. We don't know why. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, also, that um, your banner is going back. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, you heard him, Zero. Alright, uh, so I guess we're it. Um, I feel like, yeah. Yeah, this is it. I think. I feel like they shouldn't. I feel like the. I don't think that it tarnished the legacy of it. I think if they re-released that film today, it would get a lot more money. For what, Mike Love? Yeah. Yeah, I. Uh, I don't think people were uh, intelligent enough. A lot of people didn't get it, and then yeah. it turned into like a weird cult, like classic film. Yeah. And I, I, which, it's a weird thing to like cult classic films because uh, I feel like you get a lot of crap from you know like, oh you're just liking it because you know it's so cool and i'm like have you really watched it did you read the book that went along with it and i'm like yeah you know because the stuff that was coming out around that time period was so 
different than what we got out of Fight Club, which is why it was, you know, it kind of opened up your eyes like, oh, my God, you can get something with some substance. And I instantly became a I mean, I was already a Brad Pitt fan who wasn't back then. But Edward Norton, I was like, all right, you win anything you do. I'll give you my money. I'll give it a chance because his performance was second to none, which to this day is why I'm still upset. Where even though I do, I've, Mark Ruffalo's grown on. Oh me. yeah, I love Edward Norton's Hulk. I, I, was I loved him as Banner, man. He yeah. was just he was. I think bottom. I think Tim Roth outshone him. What? <laughs> In that movie, okay. I like Roth's oh, performance dude. more. Sorry. <laughs> okay, I mean, all right, agree to disagree, but um, you know, I'm not gonna say he did bad, but I I don't know, man. Just Edward Norton, like every time I go back and watch that movie, like I just it hurts right here because I'm like, man, I just I wish things I just, could have been different. I just feel like going to watch American History X instead. Mm, yeah. Another amazing movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You see this? Means oh yeah, crap. yeah. Means not welcome. I was means crap. not welcome. Not yeah. welcome. I was like. Well, you did a good job. I wanted to push him in the He face. did a little too good. Like, I mean, I loved him after that, but I was like, Edward, are we still cool? Like, I mean, yeah, yeah, did, yeah. Do you, do you feel like I need to punch you in the face? <laughs> you want to you punch me in the face right now? He, what yeah, was that? Yeah. Uh, was it, wasn't that uh, Step Brothers where they uh, went into the uh, the treehouse and the brother yeah. popped in and sees him? And he's like, You want to punch me in the face right now? He like lifts up his shirt and he's like, You see these? You want to punch me in the face? Like showing his abs. And he's like, And he, and he just looked like, oh. <laughs> Did you just hit him? Yeah. Can we agree that Will Ferrell and uh, and what's his name need to stop working together? Ugh. Um. Uh, no, that... I I just think that they need a break. You know, yeah. they just seem like. But that Sherlock Holmes movie, man. Well, you can't, they're all not. They're, they all can't be great. I mean, Step Brothers is great. great. Yeah, but it's not great, and then there's leaving a catastrophic hole well, where you well, where I you mean, there, there are, I, I do agree that they do need a break because we have two good films with them, and one film outweighs the two. I don't think that, that one film outweighs those two. I think Talladega Nights, they were funny in it because I still quote, uh, wake me up till you go, go. <laughs> I did that to my nephew one time. I was like, wake me up till you go. So what are you doing? So just go away, go sleep, you sleep. <laughs> True. I, I don't know, man. It's just hard to figure out, like, we you know, where the ball was dropped there. I mean, I, yeah. I feel like they need a break from, like, you know what they do because they're a little bit older. They can't push themselves like how they yeah. used to. I think the chemistry is still there. I think with this movie, um, damn, I can't remember the name of it, but I know what you're talking about, the most recent one with the presidential uh, just shots in the background and all that stuff that they did. I think they may have had a little too much control. Yeah. I you think know? that was the issue too. Because they're, they're they're actors that are funny as hell, and at times, like individually, they have you know a lot of uh, potential to make something good. But they had a lot of control in this project, and I think that they ran it into the ground. I don't think they knew where they were going with it. Also, and I don't want to stay on this too long. Also, I feel like Adam McKay had a lot of influence on them making because both of those are at I think both of those are Adam McKay films. I can and see Adam, that. Adam McKay actually. When, and no offense, I want Adam McKay to keep making good films because Adam McKay went from from Talladega Nights to Step Brothers to Anchorman to The Big Short to, to even better films. Heck, he did. Um, he made me feel. He made it actually. I loved him in um Chinese Vice. I love Vice. Mm. I thought, wow. But I mean, every director is not going to have a perfect track record, man. I mean, look what happened to uh, M Night Shyamalan and Avatar. Like, how do you screw that up? 
Well, I thought M. Night Shyamalan was terrible. Even Yeah, after. I was going to say, he screwed it up long before that. Well, before that, Lady <laughs> in the Water. Um, like, all he had to do was follow the show and condense it a little bit, like, and slap his name on it. That's all that ha- all they had to do, and they were just like, absolutely not. I mean, Give me kids that can't act, all of them. Any well, emotional I mean, themes? None. Lady in the Water, The Village. I mean, even Signs is bad. I thought Signs. I'm going to be honest here for a minute, and I know we get a lot of hate for some people. I really thought, I really, really, really thought, I really, really, really thought The Sixth Sense was overrated. <laughs> yeah. Really, I wouldn't I really, say it's overrated. It's just a one trick pony. Yeah, there we go. I just. There it is. It, there it is. There we go. There it goes. Uh, That's better. I mean, same it, thing it, happened with uh, that that Leonardo Di- DiCaprio movie a couple years back. Uh, uh, the, Revenant. the Revenant. Yeah, you, you okay. can watch it once, and it's amazing. Second yeah, I, time, not so much. Yeah, I mean, after he got no offense, it's been like years ever since he got beat up by that bear. I mean, it's literally crazy. Red Dead Redemption, the video game. There we go. That's exactly right. <laughs> or the or yeah. the movie, Red Dead Redemption, the movie, rather. Um, yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. The, the village at the time, I don't think was all that terrible. Like, I'm not. I I wouldn't go back and watch it. I wouldn't go back and buy it. Things are very different now. But I don't know. For my age and what was out, what was coming out. I mean, I, I remember seeing it and not completely hating it at the time. What about Lady in the Water? Didn't like it. <laughs> Nobody's gonna go to bat. For, to no, bat yeah, for no, no, I'm, I'm still waiting on somebody to bat for that. No. Lady in the Water was great. Like you're high, nah, man. Right? That, that you know what you, you you had you had stuff coming out. That was when uh, like a lot of weird like indie films and stuff like were becoming like a big thing and, and names were blowing up. So like uh, like Pan's Labyrinth, for instance. I don't know if you yes. guys seen that. Yes, but um, yeah, that came out you know within like the two or three time span yeah. of that. And um, dude, that was like one of the best things I have ever seen. Like right. To this day, right now, I would buy that on VHS and get a v- VCR online someplace or in a junkyard if I had to to watch it. It's worth it. It was that good. Well, um, I, I do agree that I, I I hope we all agree that um, I watched The Happening. And I'm not going to lie. I laughed at that film. I had a good time laughing. I, I laughed my butt off at that film. It was bad. I found yeah. out the ending later because I, I walked out. I, I did too. But at the same token... I, I'm not gonna lie. I, uh, I could not take Mark Wahlberg that seriously for that long at that point in my life. Yeah, but you get the thing where he's literally sitting there saying, "Hello, hi, hi, I'm, I'm Walt. Hey, why are you doing this? Oh my God, I'm talking to a tree and it's plastic. <laughs> you get that though, and I—I I mean, that's comedy. <laughs> that's comedy. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg was like. He probably had to do that like two times. Like, what the f am I doing? Talk See, it shouldn't have been Mark Wahlberg. It should have been some like coked out has been, so you'd believe him. Hmm, sort of. Um, hmm, I can so see like that. Jeff Goldblum. Now, like Charlie hey, Sheen. Whoa, whoa! He said has been. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying has been, but he would have been. Well, he said has been, and you immediately followed up with Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. I didn't mean has yeah. been. Like, if you no, were has been, screw that. I'm unfollowing your page yeah. because of what you said. <laughs> Has been. Did you I not watch Independence Day? Independence Day, he made that film good. <laughs> yeah, you get. I mean, I'm in IT now, so as an adult, it infuriates me. But Jeff Goldblum sold that so well that I just feel like on any flash drive I can upload at any point in time, I can take down a whole alien civilization. Oh, 
Oh no, I'm not saying that Jeff Goldblum is a husband. I didn't hear the husband part. Every I time wear- I have my morning coffee, if there's a big thump and I see the water ripple, I remember him touching it in Jurassic Park when he was sitting in the car and he's just like, "What is? What is that? Hold your palms out!" Like, come on, man, come on. Maybe like a coked out Emilio Estevez talking to trees. That I'd watch. Hmm. Yeah, but when he's talking to the trees and the kids and uh, uh, and bushes and stuff, he's got to talk to him as if he's uh, Coach Bombay. From the <laughs> oh, Duck. Yeah. Like, yeah. like he's falling on hard times oh. and he's out there trying to win the game, but it's just a man in the park who, like, you know what I mean? He's stuck in that time. I would watch the hell out of that. I would watch that crowd. Like, listen, guys, there's this, there's a breeze out there. Fly, flying V. We can flying v. Team USA. <laughs> You got to get out of here. Somebody sprays him with a, with a gardening hose. Listen, yeah. guys, we got a triple D out of here. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's all right. Yeah. I'm with that. <laughs> we'll watch the crap out of that. <laughs> oh, listen, we just fixed the happening. So there we go. Let's go to the next subject. Uh, so uh, um, this is a sports subject. Um, I know Zach, unless you want to, y'all want to skip this because I don't got nothing. Uh, what was the subject? I don't got nothing. What did I put? Yeah, this is what I uh, the classic I was playing recently. Okay, yeah, the classic. I is... vaguely remember that. Me too. Was that a was that a PC game? Yes, it was. Uh, Man, Team Hospital. It was a uh, hospital simulator by Bullfrog. I do uh, remember that. I freaking remember that. Uh, I was playing it uh, today, actually, but I was also playing it last week when I thought of it. Um, it's. They also did the the Sim theme park games, it, but this is a lot better because it, it's a British game and it has a really screwed up sense of humor. Right. And I just I just love it. It's like bloaty head. What do they do? They just pop their head and then they sew it back together and slack tongue. It's just a tongue thing that cuts off the tongue. Right. British humor has always been a little different. Yeah. Um, so says every Monty Python film that ever well, came. Well, I think my favorite thing is the cheating function. Because if you cheat, the the uh, the uh, speaker lady will not shut up about it. The oh, hospital really? administrator is cheating. The hospital administrator is cheating over and over and over, and you cannot shut it off. Oh wow, that sounds awful. That's yeah, that's, that's pretty hilarious. Yeah. So but, okay, I I guess I'll go. Um, let's see. I uh, let's see the game I played. Everybody remember the game Tetmo Bowl, right? Vaguely. Okay. Tetmo Bowl. Uh, Tetmo Bowl for the NES. I've Yes, that's one old game that I've been playing, and it is freaking awesome. Uh, so I just – just one day I just wanted to play uh, Tetmo Bowl. And um, as you see all in the top five sports um, games that I did, uh, Tetmo Bowl was my number one game, and I played it before I did it, and it's still awesome. Um, getting to play with um, – Getting to play with people like Joe Montana and Jerry Rice and throwing the deep ball to them, uh, I, 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 it's a game that's really vaguely awesome. It's a, it's vaguely impressive. It's vaguely awesome, and uh, unlike Madden, where you got to predict, you can do all this other stuff where you see a Madden. You literally had to predict what's. Can going I get on. a definition check on what vaguely awesome means? <laughs> that means it's awesome for only him. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, because there are certain and, people that don't like Tetma Ball. And no disrespect, but in your honest opinion, is was that game better than Tetris? No. Mm. 
And keep in mind that Tetris is the all-time highest-selling, you know, grossing, you know, game ever. Well, I literally to keep in mind with what I said on the um, episode of Drunk Gamer Grudge, I have to I have to accept that Tetris is a good game. So now, yes, Tetris is a better game. Yeah, Tetris. I don't know, man. Tetris is phenomenal. I, I I remember the game you're talking about, and I remember that even back then, like I was in it for like a whole twenty minutes, and I was like, dude, I just I can't do this. Yeah, can, yeah, yeah. You have to. You have to. Tetris. Yeah, yeah, but you have to. You have to be a sports fan because if you're not like a sports fan, then you're well, not. I, I mean, it. I I'm not a sports fan, but there's plenty of sports games from that era I can still play. What hoops? NBA Jam. Yes. Neo turf factors. Well, I Emmy, mean, I'm talking about. Listen, I'm not trying to go nuts because that's just that's unfair. NBA Jam was a yeah. terrible game. If you go back in time, every time. Oh you yeah. Ball, oh, it is. But yeah, now you're on fire. You're on fire. Well, I mean, NFL Blitz. I I just like Blitz was it. good. Blitz was. Blitz was fun. I, I remember, like I said, I'm a Bucks fan, and I just love well, playing the Bucks. That's sports arcade games used to be a thing, and now they're not. So, unfortunately, unfortunately. yeah, but I like breaking people bones and just literally like, hey, I like, hey, I, I got a touchdown. Well, tore your ACL. He ain't gonna do it again. Um, so yeah, what's, yeah oh, that was fun. All right, so um. Um, so you want to go? You ready? I can bring up a a, a game. I feel I feel like uh, I got to bring my honor back because I feel like Fight Club was the wrong subject to bring to the table. No, it's okay. <laughs> you know, so I I apologize. No, no, you no, know. it's okay. It's okay. It's, it's my first time. Oh no, I, we'll be back on here again. We'll get you. <laughs> I would say, um, any PlayStation heads in here? What uh, RPG fans? Because I'm a big RPG guy. Um, let's talk about uh, what about the Legend of Dragoon? Oh my God! Yes, yes. The, yes, the, yes! the Legend of Dragoon. That's um, that's got to be. It's it would probably be in my top five for all time best games ever. With 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 the gameplay, the story deve- development, the, yes. the the design, um, just. Everything about it, it was it was uh, uh, four discs of just pure magic. Pure magic. It was awesome. I, I remember when I played it the first time, I was like, good God. I, I got an – I remember I was a kid. I was um, I was in middle school, and my friend said, go get Legend of Dragon. And my, my mom gave me $20, and I bought the whole set for – the whole game – at the game for twenty bucks at Walmart, and I, I stole it. mine from the local uh, rental store. But go Ooh. on, <laughs> they're out of business now. So what are you gonna do? <laughs> return it to the owner. Yeah, yeah. Return it to the owner. They're probably like, oh, I'm gone. <laughs> but uh, they're probably up there, probably in a chair in, in another room. I knew that kid stole that. <laughs> but <Good> job, guys. <laughs> But uh, yeah, Legend of Dragon. I really remember. It's a pretty good game. It's a really, really good game. I had it as number one. I did a top ten pop um, RPG list, and I made it number one on my RPG list. It's hard not to. It's hard not to. It's it's a very very. It you know that time frame. I, in fact, I remember that as a kid, I had the toughest time trying to choose like if I wanted to dive into Final Fantasy VII, which is another one of my all-time favorite games, hands down. Right. You know, people debate it, whatever. One of my favorite. That's all I'm saying on it. And The Legend of Dragoon. Final Fantasy VII was is huge, groundbreaking. Had a bigger audience at the time. There it was three disc game. Legend of Dragoon. Legend of Dragoon had a demo on a PlayStation disc, 
and that's what did it for me. I, I had the freaking demo. Right. I gave you like uh, the first maybe 30 minutes of playtime. That's all you needed. And you I were think there would be no Japanese RPG fans in America without demo discs. Yeah. <laughs> because otherwise you just looked at those covers and went, what could possibly be in you? <laughs> yeah, it's the fight. It's really, really what gets me is the fight system for Legend of Dragon, where you get three hits. Where and like in Final Fantasy, it's like building it up where it's literally, it's really set up for, it's all you. It's all you. If you mess up, then that's what happens. You it it that's what and, I like about it. Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know the last time because I've played Final Fantasy VII a hundred million times. I beat that game, and they're they're pretty similar as far as you know, like the turn base you know is concerned. I think what you're um, pinpointing at for the for the people who are listening or watching or what you're trying to say is the difference between the two. Um, Final Fantasy would have certain uh, aspects of the game where, like maybe, uh, for instance, uh, Tifa. She'll have the spinning wheels that are going for her limit break, and you've got to, you know, try to hit them like as if you're gambling and line them right. up so that you can get the, you know, maximum special. But honestly, her attacks were trash no matter what you were going to do, if we're being honest. Right. Legend of Dragoon was entirely different. Like, yeah, you needed to build up to the Dragoon form and transform and use your specials, and then you come out of it. But more importantly, your normal attacks, you had like, for instance, Dart had an attack called Volcano. Where he like runs up with a sword and it's it was all timed where you had to press the buttons at certain times and if you screwed up the combo then that was it you know all the damage you could have done is out the window and every combo was way different the timing is awkward too because it's PlayStation so well that uh, that PS one to PS two era had such games with such bizarre mechanics coming out right in the RPG but it was, but it was like, the best time like best time like my personal favorite is Parasite Eve and I don't think there's been one like that yet. Like no. that time no. system, but but that's the cool thing, you know, like that era that you're referring to, that we're referring to. That's yeah. like it's everybody was so desperate to just come up with the new thing, you know. And I think that and, the game, gaming industry is lacking that now, honestly. Well, I think that's what the majors are like, and I think the indies are bringing that back with a lot of things. Uh, they they are, but they're not like, getting the limelight they need because if yeah. they were, Microsoft would have some exclusives. No, no, Microsoft's just run by morons. There's difference. Put more money into the new system, <laughs> but sir, we can just pump it into this indie game company that's doing amazing work and just say it's ours. Forget that. Give them another Xbox. Take out the disc drive. What? Yeah. The X bone sad. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I feel very. I feel very emotional about that. Sorry. I I I get it because I love Legend of Dragon. It's a pretty good game. I, I really really really. Oh, great. it's a great game. It's a great game. I, I, know, I like. But back then, you could you could choose. Your favorite, based off the mechanics, not even the story, just make, by how the mechanics felt, which everything does feel kind of samey sometimes today, these days. Agreed. And uh, you guys beat the game, I, I assume, right? Oh, I yes. How, how rewarding was it for the last handful of chapters when you beat the Divine Dragon and unlocked Dart's Divine Armor? Because you find out his armor was actually oh, yes. his father, yes. so, and it wasn't meant for him. Yes, and you're like, what in the hell? Like, you know, I, I was the same way when I played. I was like, what is the world is going on? This is awesome. And I and here's the funny thing, I only beat it once. That's all you needed. I only beat it once. I wanted, I want, and I it is Legend Dragon is so fun that I wanted to play it again. I really wanted to play it one more time. We never got, you know, because Final Fantasy VII, like I was saying, uh, arguably more popular had a lot of minor remakes. It wasn't a full remake, but it would come back and they would add in things like you buy it on the PlayStation network and you have the option to speed up gameplay and stuff like that. Like 
uh, they didn't cater to uh, you know Legend of Dragoon the same way. That's probably why you passed on it. But also, you probably passed on it because it's a game that at minimum needs like 250 hours to beat properly. Right. It's a, it's a big investment for old graphics. I understand. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, great game. Um, great pick. Great game. All right, Zach. Your turn. You know what to do. This is all Zach. Okay, this is generally where I just pick up what I've been, what I've just been doing lately, and I've been reading uh, B Stars, and this um, this is a, a manga that's actually gonna have an anime adaptation coming out later this year. Uh, imagine if they took Zootopia to its logical limits of crazy. okay, like there's a back alley meat market here, kind of thing that's going on. Okay, I get you. So it, it takes the whole animal thing and runs with it into a really dark and gnarly place. And I, I'm a little worried about it because if you can see from my screen there, it's a very detailed art design. So no, it's amazing. Yeah, I'm worried about the art design changes, obviously. But uh, like, like, like it, it goes into the like the uh, the bunny there, the her instincts to run away. Even like everybody's in everybody's instinct, it's all based off these really odd things like that. Yeah, and he's actually a wolf in love with a rabbit, which, yeah, he has feelings of both. I would want to love you and I want to eat you, and they're both in there. That's that's, mean, that's decent writing. Like it, the whole thing is is fascinating. Uh, you end up with like a a red stag who is now the head of a lion yakuza. And just hmm. these really odd dynamics there. Like, he earned their respect by eating meat, even though it's not good for him. Interesting, though. I mean, that sounds... You know what that reminds me a little bit of, um, just to modernize it a bit, mm -hmm. is uh, the the in Hunter x Hunter, the Chimera Ant arc, when it got to the point to where um, all the ants had basically become, like, uh, humanistic animals, you know? They had the lion yes. guy over here and the turtle and the octopus, you know what I mean? And yep. they're all, like, kind of at work, brutally killing each other. And then at times you forget that they're like, you know, freaking animals and they would have like an animalistic, you know, instinct. And, and this is, this is, this has the sheen of a civilization and the more you go into <laughs> it, the more disturbing and gritty it gets. Like, yeah. they go to school, like, this is a real civilization. Yeah. And, but it has the undercurrent of, uh, these, these creatures used to eat those creatures in it, always. That that's, never that's, goes away. Yeah. You monkeys can't go to this school. Is that a bad analogy? Is that a bad... Okay, I won't. I don't. I, I don't. I don't care. I don't care. Uh, also, I, I'm not trying to think. If there's any ape characters? I don't recall. There is. A, there's also a law like uh, poisonous and non-poisonous animals can't get married. Interesting. Uh, there's like little. There's little things you wouldn't have thought of. It's like, oh yeah, when they're doing, if they release the poison, that's murder. <laughs> you don't think about it. No, not at all. And to, to defend myself from my racist joke that fell on dead ears, what I was the implication uh, wasn't necessarily that I was saying monkeys can't go to this school. That was the joke. But really what I was saying is there's a, there's a species of monkeys that are known for literally eating each other. You know, gorillas and stuff yep. that grab these spider monkeys out the tree and uh, just snap them. I would, the, the stuff he's talking about, I mean, to see this on screen would be wonderful. Uh, one of the main characters, one of the secondary characters, a bear who has to take uh, – hormones that decreases size and strength what but give him extreme migraines but it's like all of these things people have to do in order to fit into society together to mesh exactly and it's every type of animal like this doesn't step like 
Zootopia kind of hat half-assed it that way. No, well, these guys they, aren't. They, they painted it with a very broad, you know. And this, broad, is, this yeah. said, no, we're going to go even further into the details until you're going to feel sick because that's the idea. Somebody so. was like, no, that'll never work unless we write and, it like this. I Man, okay. So I would highly recommend either reading it. I'm reading it or wait was, till the anime comes out in the fall. I was, you know, I was going to say because I came across um, reading that they're, you know, doing something for that. To be honest, completely forgot about it because the art did look familiar. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to read the manga, though. So, um, yeah, if, if, after is. the show, you want to shoot me an email with just uh, where you're reading it at, like some online comics yeah. or anything. Yeah, I'll uh, check it out. I love yeah, manga. No. Also, like calling the the Gray Wolf Lugosi alone just tugs at my heartstrings. <laughs> I am a huge classic horror nerd, okay? <laughs> no, it's not, nothing wrong with that at all, man. Not but I'm, I'm very satisfied. Like, I am concerned about the anime just of the just due to how hyper-realistic the settings are. And it goes beyond school. It starts in a school setting or past a school setting in the current issues. So it, it doesn't stay in one spot, which is... Which is great because I always hate it when they get stuck in a spot like that. Oh yeah, I think as I I could having not read the manga yet, if I could see something on screen like in like a Goblin Slayer like setting, I would really enjoy that. I think, you know, where there's some situations where like everything is fine, but like really this is what's going on on the outside. Uh, okay, know, it's, it's, there's some there's some things like that where it's like this is the Cherokee school, everything's kind of nice there. Then there's the back alley meat market where there's people selling their fingers. Yeah, you know where it goes zero to hundred real fast. I would exactly I love that kind of stuff. Like yeah. that is the, then you would this would be your jam. Okay, I'm I'm in, I'm interested. I'm willing to get invested. Good. Where do you want me to send my money? Burn <laughs> <laughs> oh, it. All right. All right. Uh, that, that was that was quick. Uh, oh, I guess we gotta talk about what's next on the game fixers. Let's go ahead and talk about what's going on next to the game pictures. So guys, we have come we have come to the conclusion of um Monday. On Monday, we will come we will come to the conclusion of Gamer Grudge for season season four. Season four will be concluded on Monday. Season five don't worry, don't worry, people. Season five is already in production. We have new fighters coming on. Um so don't worry, we're we're working on season five as we speak. It's gonna be we're gonna be bigger and better than ever. Um, but season five is coming. But right now, season Impromptu four impromptu selfie. Yeah, woo! <laughs> uh, so season three, season three is um season four is all gonna be over with. Also, this uh also uh like I said, guys uh. This season with um this season with uh well we're probably gonna continue this in the off season for uh we're gonna continue this even into the months of summer. Yeah. We're gonna continue this because we do this once a month, so we can do this. So this will continue. Don't worry, this is gonna continue. Um all this will continue, other stuff is gonna continue all through the summer. Um stuff like for example, uh for example, uh the only thing that's gonna be put on hold for now is let's make it better. Uh, let's make it better. Uh, let's make it better. We'll see. Let's make it better. Gamer Grudge. Um, any of the seasonals? Yeah, easy yeah, seasonal stuff. We we we're we're gonna we're gonna we're taking a two month hiatus because 
We need a break, people. <laughs> but we're still going to be coming out at least with something once once a week in uh, on iTunes. Yes, exactly. Cool. We're, we're, well, yeah, we're we're probably going to have some once a week. Um, we got some shows that are going to be pre-taped. Uh, me and Brian Hampson Fister are uh, have our music review show that will be premiering. Uh, the first inductory episode this this, uh, this Monday and Tuesday, and then the one after it, which will be our first album, which is uh, Post Malone Stony. Right. So. Um, so for his show, um, Zach is going to post up on his site on your channel Monday, and I will post it. I will post his uh, that the same. His first episode will be on t- Monday, and you will see it on my channel on Tuesday. So yep. look on both our channels. We're gonna look for that. So if you want to look at it, I'll go his channel, go to his original feed. But you want to look at uh, it. I'm also getting copy to Brian too. I mean, wide net here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're we're getting. So we're we're all gonna be on different channels. I'm putting it on my channel. He's putting it on his. And um, once on Tuesdays, I might edit it a little bit. I might do some things to it. Zach don't want to do that, but I'm probably gonna say, do my voice over the history and everything. We're probably gonna do it like that. Um, but we'll talk, we'll talk about that. Also, he has a comment show that's coming out soon. Um, oh, that's exciting. We're working on that, yeah. We're, he's working on that. So he's, far, I think we're probably going to do Chew first. Hmm. Test the waters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's and it's, it's it is. And um, also, that's um, Zach. While Zach and Brian are over there working with, while the guys are working with each other, I actually have remember a uh, reminder. I have my own sport. Me and Brian has our own sports show. We're working on it. We're going to have another episode of the sports on um, the GF1 Sports. GF1 Sports coming out uh, probably uh, probably towards the end of May because we're probably going to film after Gamer after the season finale of Gamer Grudge, um, just to give us a little breather. And also, um, I um, also I'm working with the gals. We have a show called um, 15 Minutes in Gaming. 15 Minutes in Gaming, where we're just doing a game show. We're just spitting the crap. We're just doing. We're talking gaming. We're having fun. We're just talking. The first episode didn't went the way we didn't. It went sort of the way we started to get a feel for it towards the beginning. Towards the end, we started to get a feel for it. Um, and also, I'll probably be interviewing people with um, bringing back an old character, Lynn Patty from the tech from GF from the tech podcast, which Zach saying he did, but sorry, gotta keep. I'm not that. saying that the characters I'm said. I'm saying your accent is terrible, and I will never, ever approve of it. Well, you need to shut the heck up. <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> yeah. See? No. No. Shut, shut the heck up. Okay. Okay. Uh, anyway. Um, anyway, um, we got that coming on. Also, we have another show uh, called... Um, also, we have another show that I'm working on with Angie called... And we could probably announce it. We're working on it called Binge Watch, where we're talking about a show... That we pick a TV show and we just go through and review the show, go through the you know first few episodes, and then we'll tell you if you should binge watch it or not. Yeah. Mostly shows are probably on Netflix and Hulu. Um, something that you could probably watch. Like, should you watch this? We'll talk about it. Um, and um, let's see what else are we doing. We still got this Jeff One podcast. Um, oh yeah, is it rotten? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, the, the year the academy died. Yeah, we have we have shows. That's we have shows. We're we're gonna get. We're, me and Zach is gonna get to that. We we just gotta find a date. Yep. Got a whole network going on here, man. So many that's, things left and right. Yep. Darn right. Yes. Um. That's the reason we need that two month hiatus. <laughs> uh. But yeah, guys, we're coming up with so much stuff, 
and we're going to get all that delivered. If you're listening to this on your own, if you're listening to this on your radio, on, you know, on your phone or whatever it is, if you're listening to this or watching it later, you listen to this on the, um, listen to this on the podcast on, um, at the podcast of GF1 Studios, or rather you're listening to or watching it right now, we are putting so much content out that it's not even funny. So we're going to have so much content for you during the summer, and we're going to roll all the way into season one, season five of Gamer Grudge. We that that plus Gamer Grudge. So don't worry, we got so much stuff coming on. Um, and I might be traveling, so get ready for that too. Um, but other than that, that's all I have. Let's get yep. to the last subject. Yeah. All right, um, Zach, you want to tell them? <laughs> What are five graphic novels, comic books that should never have live adaptions, adaptations? Let me think. <laughs> um, I would say Old Man Logan. Mm. Mm. Really? Really? Yeah. Even uh, as good as they did Logan. So... Yeah, you know, Logan really was an old man. Logan. Oh, I know, I know. I mean, you can really get into with the Hulk thing with that. It's just, <laughs> um, and that's exactly what I'm going to, that, that exact moment right there. There's so many things that you can get away with, um, you know, tweaking it, you know, on screen. And, and in fact, there's so many companies that are a bit ballsy that will allow you, you know, Netflix um, has tried, you know, to do some more edgy things. Um, and I was even surprised Fox went as far as they did with Logan. But the stuff that's in old man Logan specifically that whole hulk thing where he uh yeah no I, spoilers just sickness he, <laughs> okay it's it's bad if you look it up it'll you'll get tons of scans for it you know put in hulk old man logan and and, and check through all of them it's ex, it's bad it's very 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 bad i mean we're talking you know what anything i say any word that i say is, is gonna give it away but uh let, let's incense yep you know I was gonna say it gets Games of Throny around there. Oh, oh yeah, and and Savage, and then you know, there's it's a confrontation between Logan and 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 Hulk, Maestro, and, well, and sort of Maestro-ish Hulk, and uh, things aren't going very well for Logan, uh, <laughs> and there's a very graphic scene um, involved with that, much much worse than the classic scene where Hulk rips Logan in half. You know, I could see that on screen before I see what the hell happened in Old Man Logan. And then the crazy thing is, is Logan takes this L and then using his re- regenerative ability, turns it around and ends up overcoming Hulk. So that's the probably the biggest spoiler I can give without having any actual context. But you'll never get that on screen. You'll never get it on screen. I, I completely agree. You can never you can never hit that right in the gut. Now, I will add that I would love to see it on screen, or at least animated. Um, not like the act of the stuff that, you know, what happened with Hulk. No, that's gross. Ew. But, the, you know, the, the fight and everything and the, and the drama. I, I was going to say, you want that professionally animated. I think the other thing is probably already animated somewhere. It's the internet. <laughs> I, I could see um, an anime doing an adaptation and, and getting away with it. But as far as a live action is concerned, Ooh, absolutely, no, no, no. Abs- absolutely not. Yeah. Who's signed up for that? <laughs> All right. Um, I guess I can go because um, I'm gonna. Put, I'm just gonna go ahead and get it over with. I'm probably not only gonna piss both both of you out, but I'm just going to basically sure. Basically, I just don't want to see this. Uh, yeah, I read this novel not too long ago, Black Monday. Um, Black Monday Murders. 
don't want to see it. Do not want to see it. Do not want to see this turn into a graphic novel. No. 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 Is it gory? Yes. <coughs> see, right. I, I don't generally put that as a barrier for entry anymore. Uh, what I have is... Uh, Come on, Ah, uh, probably on my list. Transmetropolitan, <laughs> I actually had considered that it might be able to because it is Warren Ellis, and Warren Ellis has worked on TV. Uh, he wrote the uh, Castlevania cartoon. Right. Uh, but he himself has tried to put it in production several times and says it's too complex and he can't do it. And so I'm just going off his word. If the guy who created it keeps going... I keep trying and failing, and this guy has a good grip on TV. I don't want to see anyone else try on it. All right. I mean, uh, it's a weird uh, pseudo-intellectual cyberpunk, mad, insane. I don't even know where to go. It's a weird one. I can see uh, that. But, you know, um, Alita, um, the, the manga, I don't know if you guys read the manga, but I that do. was very... Uh, you know, cyberpunk, space age, there was a lot going on. Yeah, and but- um, they tested the waters with a, with an animated movie first in the 90s, uh, two two movies. And um, it came out pretty good. And I thought that the adaptation was the best one I've ever seen. Yeah. So I think it's possible. I think it's the amount of detail like you have on the corner side. You have to realize like there's a cat with two heads there smoking two different brands of cigarettes. That yeah. matters. And you're like, why does this matter? Come on, God. <laughs> but it yeah. does. But I, I could I could see I, man I could totally see something like that um, hitting the big screen. Oh, but the, the challenge though I, I hear you I hear you loud and clear. Yeah. Right. You know, is it is it worth it? Because the the sad thing is listeners or uh, viewers rather they're they're just too stupid. Um, and and I hate to say it, but we live in an age where everything's video. But at the same time, you know it has to be quick and to the point because if it's anything a little bit more elaborate that makes you use your head yeah, and it's not right. spoon fed to you. There are like the they're like three quarters, nothing but words. All right. Well, um, what I was guess that? I, nothing. I don't believe you. And I saw you move. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was just reading something. Uh, I guess I got to go. Um, I'm gonna get a lot of hate for this one. I, I feel like this works. Best in a TV when you're putting it in a TV setting, it works best. But putting this into a film, it's gonna be a cluster F of a film. And I'm just gonna say it offended any in the Infinity Crisis DC. I, I feel like I can see it, but taking that particular book will be very hard. Any book take it will be particularly hard. We're taking like this, it, it just it's just going to be hard to do. I just feel like it will be hard. It will be a difficult thing to do. Um, it depends on where it goes. Yeah. I, I agree with you, but it's just, you know, you really think, um, and, and you got kids watching this, you really believe they're going to like, like, oh, Batman's a pirate? I'm all right with that. Yeah, you're all right with that, but not everybody's I mean, right uh, I would have wanted Pirate Batman when I was a kid. I would like to see Pirate Batman, but like I said, it's just certain things that they don't. You see it, you see it like Batman's a pirate. What, dude? What? But imagine Batman in Pirates of the Caribbean. Hmm. I would watch that. <laughs> I, would, I would watch the hell out of that. 
I would watch that. Because we're all so tired of like just here's Batman's origin story and all this other stuff told a little it, differently. It, actually, I would actually like to see Christian Bale's Batman and Pirates of the Caribbean and just let him play Captain Jack Sparrow and literally get in Batman's face and say, where's the trigger? You know, stuff like that. Uh, he wouldn't make sense in Jack's role. Yeah, he would, get, he would get broke clean off, bro. You can't yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> What are you doing? Like maybe what, what are, are you doing? doing? Like, you know, or the what are you doing? The what are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> we've learned you cannot cast Mac. No cast. <laughs> uh, Come on. The other one I went. One another one I went with Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. Mm, is too complex and too weird to get right live action. Just, yeah, for a live action, though. Like, even animated, it's pushing it. Yeah. I could see, like, one of those weird, um, like, remember, like, like a claymation type movie, but, like, something more fun where there's not a lot going on with words. So, for instance, um, do you remember, like, n- and not this extreme, but, like, remember, Happy Tree Friends was once a thing. I st- what do you mean, once a thing? I still watch it. <laughs> okay. So I'm saying if they could get away with that, I mean, I could see where they have like a whole bunch of uh, short runs with him just, you know, doing what he's the doing. The problem with Johnny the Episode Maniac is there's, is there's two characters that aren't necessarily there and or alive that are main characters that don't really move or do anything, but they're talking. And it's like, how do you convey that really visually in a compelling way? 18-year-old me who used to come home after working two jobs high out of his mind watching Adult Swim and watching things like Moral Oral for just 15-minute clips, I would love something like that. Yeah. But but in that context, though, like if it was like, you know, a live action that started up like, uh, you know, a TV sitcom or something, I'd be like, "Uh, no, I I agree with you there. Yeah, it's it's just – and the commentary is a little dated now, (laughs) but – I, yeah. Also, I can't imagine the Johnny the Suicidal Maniac episodes getting past any kind of censors. <laughs> so, yeah. also agree. Um, so uh, I went with uh, one of the another one. Um, dang, oh man, I feel like I'm just pushing over everybody, and everyone, y'all just gonna kill me. Black hole. Um, I got my reasons. Um, it won't work unless you change a lot about it. All right. All right, I, I got nothing there. Thank <laughs> God, I didn't want to explain why. Um, yeah, we're just, yeah, we're yeah. just gonna leave that there to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just yeah. Viking funeral it out. Yeah, yeah. You don't want everybody want to see that, but uh, yeah. You got another uh, one that pops into your head? Oh, oh, uh, just one from the players. Um, something uh, Zach uh, Zero said, "If you can get death, if you can get death note down, um, I think they could get Johnny the Homicide of Maniac. They've proven they can't get death note down. <laughs> Point. Yeah, that's an adaptation. Well, no, that's not entirely true. The the Japanese one was pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah, but that's L. It's not death note. For the the Japanese version, yeah, that's technically L." It's still death note, and, and I mean, if you want to be technical, and God, I feel terrible for saying this out loud, but it's the truth. As awful as the adaptation was, where it was the Death Note universe um, that we got on Netflix, the actor, um, and I forget his name off the top of my head, that, that played L, did a very good job. Like, he was the only part of that movie, if you had to find something that was, like, worth, like, holding on to, 
he did a great job. I'd love to see him in something else. You know, I, I feel like he got screwed. Uh, I, I could see that. Uh, <laughs> William Defoe was good as um. Look, know. it was just a mask, a Halloween mask in the background. Or something. Yeah, William Defoe. That that doesn't define him. It shouldn't define him. You know, it's uh, <laughs> if you guys thought William Defoe, you know, was gonna hold that movie up, that's like saying that you know Jim Carrey is gonna hold up Sonic. We don't we don't know yet. Yeah, we don't know yet. You know, although yeah, yeah. although uh, like Jim Carrey running around in like a like a skinned vert corpse version of sonic running around would be an awesome movie i'd watch yeah, it would but it, yeah. to be honest uh not to deviate too much but i'm very surprised that jim carrey took this role because he's been on record saying that he'll never do another superhero-ish comic thing uh outside of uh uh kick-ass just because when he did batman he said the only role in his life in his life all the stupid stuff he's done that he ever regretted was being the riddler he absolutely hated that and uh, I, hate, I, I hate think you regret being in Kick-Ass more because Kick-Ass 2 was terrible. Well, I, I, mean, I liked it. Sorry. I, I can see why he hated it because I think Tommy Lee Jones like, threatened him a lot. Like, I hate you. He just literally told him that. and I hate you. I hate the presence that you're here. It was not the right choice for Riddler. He no, was, he was, was you know, he, he was funny. It was like the peak of him coming up. He would have been a better Mad Hatter. Well, you know what he was going to be in was uh, – they, when Sony was gonna do a Spider-Man four, he was gonna play uh, Cletus Cassidy as Carnage. That would have been awesome. Yeah, and then every you know they were I'm sorry they were in you know works for it, and then it just never came together, and it, it really didn't because they screwed up sections of Spider-Man three so badly that I think he doesn't see it as superhero. Same the reason he wouldn't see Mister Popper's Penguins as that kind of thing, which is he wants to forget Popper's Penguins just as much as everybody else. Does he? He got to he got to play with penguins for an entire movie and then sell it for money. So that's pretty cool, if you ask me. <laughs> Dang, like, yeah, but yeah. Tina, uh, you, you got any other ideas? Should never uh, be done. Um, eh, nothing really. Like right off the top of my head at this this moment in time, because just because a lot of the series that I read are so long, I think that would be the biggest hurdle. Not that they couldn't be brought into uh, a live adaptation it's just if they were they couldn't work because you end up we would end up with something like avatar where it's so rushed and bad like all the concepts are just it's just out the window yeah well um zach you start wondering because transfer transfer um transformer to transform partition partition was going to be my pick uh but i i have another one uh, i really think thor viking thor's Viking phase would not work in the MCU for what they're doing. If well, it then was, just don't make it part of the MCU. Well, that's the problem. That he's part of the MCU. No, but you can make it an alternate reality. It's Marvel. Yes, Nobody cares. Okay. You really think Disney, you really think the mass is going to take away the war from them? The no, I don't, but I'm saying it could work. I'm that saying, map, like, the one I put up right now, I'm putting up is Mad Men. Because that could not work because it is like ninety percent psychotropics, right? I think I think it could work, just because we've seen things that are a bit darker um, go. If the budget was there, it didn't look too corny, and they kept it dark and not humorous, it could work. But I don't think it would be very popular be- because Thor exists in the Marvel universe, um, and your your average moviegoer who doesn't read comics or anything is going to be so insulted, and all you're going to get is memes all day about how he's not the real Thor, and Thor should be funny, and like, oh my god, the world would explode. Yeah, yeah, that's what well, works. Well, here's the thing, in, in, in Norse mythology, Thor is not a good guy. 
No, he's not. Agreed. He's not. He agreed. Totally agreed. I agree, but they're not. But yeah, they're not going to do that. Loki comes off more likable in the mythology, and that's saying something. Uh, and and you know a lot of uh, video game fans are going to see that when we get hopefully God of War five people who are invested in that because you know they had Thor in there. Um, I would hate to do a, a a complete spoiler for that game, <laughs> but have you guys played it? I don't know if you guys ever played God of War four. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. So did you get to the secret half? Uh, uh, the, the ending. The ending. Ending. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, I mean, and that's that's going to be very dark, and I can't wait. I would something like that. That kind of Thor on screen. Yeah. Yeah, no, take I all my know. money. I think we almost got it. Well, never mind. I don't want to spoil nothing. But I feel like that I'm not gonna spoil. It. Just go. I, I think I don't want to talk about. Go see. Go. Go see. Go see Endgame. Um, that's awesome. Um, yeah. I, um, my last one. Um, it's already been. It's already been turned into a film, and I've. And yes, sur- surprisingly, I've read this graphic novel. It's Watchmen. Watchmen should never have been turned into a to into a film at Com- all. Completely disagree with you. I know you disagree with me, but I, I think it, while it didn't turn out that well, I think I have one that 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 is is worse for that because it's like if you're making a story that critiques superheroes, it's fine. I think it should have came out later so it could have been critiquing superhero movies more specifically. Right. Like that. I think that's its only like. Big flaw there. Right. And also, I think everyone just hates Zack Snyder as a person. That's the only <laughs> thing Zack Snyder did that I really enjoyed, though. Like, like Watchmen should have been one and done, and it, they should have just moved along. You know, He did a pretty it. good Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. Okay, okay fine. But he should have never touched the DC universe. Oh, well, and and I, and I do. I don't. I'm not trying to dive into all the movies. I'm not trying to. All the, all the, I, I don't want to. I just. I don't have it today. Not after this long conversation. But no, no, I just see it. But you know, it's just he again, one and done. You know, and it would have been fine. He would have went on record for making a really awesome, unique movie. Now he's got a, a bunch of movies that are bad versions of Watchmen. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I agree. I agree. hundred percent. I'm not even going to argue about that. That is. One hundred percent right. Uh, you just explained my whole problem with him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Zach. The death ray. Mm. Uh, I don't know if it's like a really broke out from the underground at all. Uh, it's the same guy who wrote who wrote Ghost World. This is uh, a critique on superhero comics. Like comic strips, like the like. Do you remember Spider Man and Superman had when they had those little comic strips? Oh yeah, the whole thing is done in that style, and that's where it gets all of its power from being that and a hero that powers up by smoking. And the death ray, like when he shoots it, you know it it doesn't it instead of like a disintegration, it just they just disappear. Okay. So it's like there's all these little things. Also, there's a lot of racism, homophobia, and stuff. So it looks like this nice little, you know, throwback comic. But and that's where it hits you with all the power of it being really dark and screwed up. So I can't see them translating that. Yeah, not now. Um, unfortunately, like something like that, like I'd probably love. But I think this new generation is just too soft. They, they, I, they I think they could. Hang, I think they could handle it. It's more. How do you? How do you convey an aesthetic that doesn't exist in today's world? Right. Like newspaper comics alone are dying. How do you convey, 
you know, superhero news. <laughs> like, it's like, how do we make a parody of soap opera comics? Wait, you can't. Nobody knows who they are anymore. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's, and excuse me, that's, I mean, that's by American standards. You know, that's just how it is now. I mean, even the comic industry itself is not doing well. I just had this conversation um, uh, maybe a day or two ago with somebody online. I can't forget if it was Twitter or Facebook, but it was basically, you know, it's almost impossible to open a comic book shop and, uh, and maintain it. And even more so impossible to maintain it, uh, if not literally impossible, solely on, on comic books. You know? Absolutely. No, you have to have uh, you have to have it be some tabletop there, some video games, anything. Well, it's and that the crazy thing is, um, I, I would say mid '90s going into like mid 2000s. If you opened up a comic book shop, you could maintain your business by. Uh, actively having your tabletop tournaments and selling the games and things of that nature. Now, not even that's enough. If you're not trying to kind of be like GameStop and you've got like pop figurines that are overpriced because you need to keep the lights on and, you know, all those extra things, uh, fun, uh, you know, Superman socks for the office and just BS, crazy BS to cater, you, you can't stay open. I wish I had like a little arrow I could put in the back of your thing right there. Hypocrite. <laughs> <laughs> Those little pop figures that are everywhere that are ruining the world as they're right behind you. <laughs> oh yeah, I love them. You uh, know, but I see. But again, you know, to go back to where we're at today, it's 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 a digital age. You know, so for me, like I'm old school, but I've transitioned. You know, into like you know, kind of what this new school is. Uh, as far as a comic book fan. So the majority of my comics, it's mostly because of the costs, you know, is yeah. are, are digital so comics. Like I buy vol I either I either get them digitally or I will buy the physical volume if I like it that 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 much. Understandable, you know, and I, I occasionally get that way myself. You know, I'm like, oh this this was a good read. Go to I got a library, it. get grab a stack, read them, figure out which ones I may want to purchase later. But see, that is um, incredibly rare. And even for what I do with digital comics, I have dragged people like a horse to water trying to drink, and they will not touch a comic. They've seen every Marvel movie, but won't even give a comic oh, a chance. Trust me, I I do that on, I do that all the time. I'm like, this is where it came from. Yeah, I'm like, they're they're really good, you know. Like it's it, and it's once you get invested, which literally should just take you a, a couple pages of reading. Um, you know, it doesn't stop. And, uh, you know, the same can be said, you know, for manga, but that's just the age that we live in. Like I said, if it's not video and it's not in your face, you know, you, you can't even have a video where somebody reads the comics to you anymore. Like, people are too lazy for that. Don't even, like, I, I don't even, like, that's the thing. I, I prefer to consume my media through comics. One, because I can go through them a heck of a lot faster than anything, any movie. Oh, you can fly, fly through them. Like you get, you get me like a foot long stack for my day. I, can, I you give me a foot long stack every single day. I can get that's like two hours tops. Yeah, depending on depending on the the material, but yeah, it's. Oh yeah, are, I um I just did a, a, a it was a hangout session, but we'll call it an interview um, with Master Media. You know, the other day, and they and he was, you know, basically telling me the exact same thing. Like that's just the way it is. You know, it's a video age. He he, um, you know, agrees with that 100. percent He had to switch up a lot of his dynamics to cater to these people. You know, you just have such a. Like, small that's why world. I subscribe to like 30 plus web comics. It's like I can do all these all so much faster. Oh yeah, like uh, I have. Um, I occasionally renew my my Marvel Now subscription for a couple months at a time. Catch up on a lot of my reads. I can do it. You know, on my phone, I can be reading a comic, 
um, you know, stop mid read and pick it up on my computer at the office or, you know, whatever. Like, I love yeah. that. Um, DC has a similar version. It's a, a little sloppier. Um, and it's not shots at DC. It's just, they tried to mesh their video content with their comics and it, it just doesn't work very well for me, but their We're, animated stuff is great. You know, we'll have to, uh, we have a friend who asked that we'll have to ask him how that's implemented. Yeah. Uh, he got it so he could watch uh, young justice. So that, and actually that's when I finally broke down and got it. Uh, I did it myself and the comics yeah. being there is nice. It's just, it just doesn't flow as good. Cause you can tell it's not designed for the yeah. comics. Right. Yeah. yeah. They're like, and here's a link in case you feel like reading. I'm like, oh, thanks, guys. My main problem is most of my stuff that I like to read isn't on Marvel or DC. Right. I am a huge like image and dark horse and whatever I can find. So it gets yeah. really hard to because it's like there's no digital version of a lot of these. Like I was looking for a digital version of 100 Bullets here. I could not find it. You're you're, you're not gonna find it. You know, maybe maybe some scans. You know. Yeah. And because hundred bullets, uh, that was gonna be my next one. You could not make that live action because you get like five volumes in before you realize there's even an overarching plot. <laughs> like you can't tell otherwise. All every time, otherwise it's all the same thing. This is a person who got who got screwed over by somebody, and a nameless person gives them a briefcase full of one hundred untraceable bullets and all the information they need to hunt somebody down. Yeah. And then it just repeats and it takes takes like four or five volumes till you realize, wait, there's actually an overarching plot. <laughs> so it's like, no, 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 you could not turn that into a movie. Right. No. Alright. Well, alright. So this seems like a good time to well, I, I mean, that key seems like um so it seems like Teo would be a good good um guest to give you to be on your comic book show. Yeah, at some point, definitely. Mm, yeah, exactly. we can talk things out, hash things out in the future. Right, right. And also, um, I forgot to um, also, um, it, guys, we 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 got we got to start wrapping this up. Um, we 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 all we got to start wrapping this up. It's much fun we're having because I'm having a ton of fun. I can sit for hours and just let y'all talk. But um, um, also I forgot to talk about another show that we're working on called Mega Mania, which is me and Zero. Um, we're working on that. I gotta get the editing on it. Um, he got. I gotta get the. I gotta get some items from some. For, I gotta get some items. But once I get those items, we'll get the show right up. But um, I forgot to plug that. But uh, let's go ahead and get your plugs. Um, what you got to plug, Tina? All right, guys. So I. I shouldn't say I. I should say we, because I do have a team of individuals that I work with. Um, we have a main website where you can find pretty much us on all forms of social media. So that's going to be bodysnatchersmedia.com. Um, we're on Facebook. We got approximately, you know, 30,000 people on Facebook, maybe 35,000 if you count like the groups that I have attached to that. Um, uh, about three or 4,000. Nah, nah, too fancy. I'd, I'd say three or 4,000 between Instagram and um, Twitter. So that's going to be uh, Body Snatchers PC on Twitter. And then uh, on Instagram, it's just Body Snatchers Media. Uh, we've got an audio podcast. We've got approximately, you know, 45,000 listeners, um, which took a hell of a long time to build. Um, but I mean, if you guys are interested, I mean, the, the premise of the show, you know, is pretty simple, uh, simple. If you like nerd culture, um, we touch a little bit of everything and we do this every single week. Um, so it's a lot of discussions on, um, honestly, a lot of current material that's coming out, but we do, um, 
occasionally have specials where we do shows similar to what these guys do. Um, and that's you know kind of why I was excited to get on here because I love just having these conversations where we're not necessarily tracking what's current, but you're kind of talking about what's from the heart, and you get a much better conversation when you you, you get to do that when you're invested. It's definitely hard to find something you like and have a discussion about it yeah. for what's current because no. you don't know. You know, we plan it out and we're like, oh my god, this sucks. We got to talk about it still. <laughs> Damn. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I would love to have you guys come check out the channel. Um, you know, we would love to have you. Um, and if not, no hard feelings. Um, it was just not to be on the show today. So, th- you know, thank you guys for having me. Well, my show, we'll po- I'll post a link in here and I'll post a link on, um, on, um, when we do the um, podcast on iTunes. And also we will get you back on. I got I got are you a Bond fan? Are you a James Bond fan? Or you dabble? Uh, I was until they wouldn't let, uh, Idris Elba in. <laughs> See, see, we, we gotta do that. We gotta do a bond thing. Come on, <laughs> we have had That's too many weird. conversations for either of us to be objective anymore. Yeah, this is exactly. Uh, we'll 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 talk it out. We'll yeah, probably yeah. do a bond. Yeah. We'll do a bond thing. She up one podcast because yeah. we, we'll probably do that in what, June. So, I think it's whenever June. that when like the month before the next movie comes out. No, we gotta do it in June because June is the. I think it's when is. We'll we'll talk about it. I think we. I'd rather do it on Ian Fleming's birthday. Birthday, so we'll probably talk about that. See, I know other stuff besides Mega Man Zach. Ha ha! Screw you. <laughs> <laughs> what you got to close that? Uh, I still got to put my link links out for uh, voting for this month's uh, five shot anime review. Uh, no idea what I'm gonna what I'm gonna do this time. Uh, last thing I did was uh, Seven Deadly Sins. So I don't know where I'm at now, though. So get, gotta get, watch that. Great anime, yeah, it really is. Great. Let uh, watch my review. I went from I do not care for this to okay, I'm very invested now. <laughs> like it, it does not start strong. I agree. I agree. <laughs> it starts bad. I, I, I was like, <laughs> is this the hero? Oh God, no. Uh, and then I was like, "Okay, I'm invested." <laughs> uh, motion to to get rid of pervert jokes in anime for like a year. Say I, I, yeah, <laughs> I am just, I'm done. I work in an office. Things are pretty uh, boring. <laughs> so, uh, I I need that in my life. I, 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 I need those. I need those laughs. It's a bunch so, of dudes in IT. So you know. So are you the Jim Helper? Uh, is it safe to say you're Jim Helper or? <laughs> I, I do love the office um, i love it too <laughs> it, you know i it's hard to say like where i'd be you know i i feel like jim um but i mean a lot of guys in a as you can tell like i i'm kind of outspoken at times i don't i don't mean to be i don't mean to come off uh you know as being abrasive or too aggressive or anything sometimes i make jokes they hit they don't but that's just my personality oh, okay. <laughs> and um and that kind of an office setting and with a bunch of IT nerds, as you can imagine, um, really awesome dudes. Don't get me wrong, but a lot of them, it's a bit much, you know, my energy. So, uh, yeah, I, I got to tone it down. So I feel like I'm just like in a house of cards at all times. And I'm going to just upset somebody by saying the wrong joke or the wrong thing. I, I'm not going to lie. I feel like I'm the white shrew because everybody, everybody around me want to make a joke with me and I don't get it. And that's me. I'm sorry. I I, I want to be. I, I gotta be honest here. I feel like I'm the white shirt. I just be serious sometimes. It's like, really. So you're you're Randy on the IT crowd. No. <laughs> False. I love Dwight. You got oh, Dwight. Yeah, Dwight is awesome. <laughs> all right, all right, Zach. What you got to pull up, buddy? 
Oh, you already did. Yeah, I just did. Oh, yeah, it's my turn. Yeah, dang it. Uh, Do you re- suffer from short term memory loss? No, this is the reason we need those two months. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, as you can see, I need those two months, people. Uh, I want to thank everybody for coming on, uh, guys. Like I said, I got a lot of things. Um, we got we plugged all the stuff we got to do. Um, keep watching the game fixes. We got so much stuff happening. Um, um, we'll come back Monday, Monday, Monday. If you're listening to this on Sunday, Monday, we have. If you're listening to it any other time, go watch Mondays. Watch Mondays, Mondays, um, Mondays. Um, Gamer Grudge. It's going to be the season finale for season four. What's going to happen? We don't know. The source code has been used, so we're going to see what happens. And whoever wins gets the belt. The belt is on the line. <laughs> belt is on the line, people. And, no, we're serious. There is a belt. There's a belt. <laughs> we're not kidding. There's a belt. The belt is on the line. Um, but guys. We'll see you next time on the next episode of the GF1 Podcast. We will know. We know for a fact it's going to be in June. We don't know what date is going to be in June, but we will be setting up in June. And we will see you next time on the GF1 Podcast. See you soon. Take care, guys. Take care. Let me do the outro. Um, So, guys, we'll see you next time on the next episode of GF1 Podcast. And... We're out. Or not. I still see the live. Now play the outro music. You don't count. It doesn't count yet. (laughs) Hold your breath until we're out. I'll wait. Thank you for tuning in to the GF1 Podcast. Please like, share, and subscribe, people. And as always, please, please um, tell your comments in below what you would like to see. Alright, guys. We'll see you next time on the next podcast.